0: Is there any need for any sermon now? You may be seated. Hi, I will never forget this song. I I entered the church. I had the word for the communion. And the first song they sang. And they sang it in an original way. And that's how much God has gone ahead of us. That what you don't know is already ready for you. Only two people said amen. They said what you don't know is already ready for you. Blessed be God. Let your heart be at peace. Let your mind be at rest. It's not going to end the way you thought. There is divine intervention. To silence every satanic interruption. Glory to God. Allow me to bring you the word of God this morning. You don't even need your Bible. I'm going to make it easy for you. Stand with me for the reading of God's word. I take my text this morning from Philippians 2 and verse 9, the amplified version of the Bible. And this is a word of the Lord at this time when everything is coming together. It's a word of instruction that will enlist you on the right side if you will harken to the voice of the Lord. Philippians 2 verse 9, I read from the amplified version of the Bible. It says, for this reason. Because he obeyed and so completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him and bestowed upon him the name which is above every name. Somebody say, for this reason. The good news translation of the same text says, for this reason, God raised him to the highest place above and gave him the name that is greater than any other. For this reason. Philippians 2, verse 5, the Living Bible says, Your attitude should be the kind that was shown us by Jesus Christ. What attitude am I talking about? The attitude of giving God a good reason to bless, to elevate, to establish you, and to make you a praise on the face of the earth. The reading of the Bible tells us How I posted a question, the reason why. And I said, if you want to know, come to church. This is the reason why. He has the name above every other name. Bible says, for this reason, because he obeyed. And that's a lesson for some of us. And so completely humbled himself to what God the Father wanted from him, the Son. It is for this reason that God has highly exalted him and bestowed upon him the name that is above every name. The goodness verse says it is for this reason, there's always a reason that God raised him to the highest place above and gave him the name that is greater than any other name. And Paul to the Philippians now gives an instruction that can enable us enjoy the kind of Lifting that Jesus enjoyed. The living Bible says your attitude, child of God, should be the kind that was shown us by Jesus Christ. Again, I ask what attitude could that be? Is it not the attitude of giving God a good reason to do wonders in your life and through your life? This morning, I bring you a short word of exhortation. It is absolutely an instruction that I entitled, Give God a Good Reason. Give God a Good Reason. (laughs) Father, this morning, you have blessed us already. This is the icing on the cake. The Bible says, The word of God is for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God, the woman of God, may be thoroughly furnished unto every good work. Help us to have ears to that hear, a heart that receives, peace of mind to walk according to the instruction, so that the miracles and the benefits and the and the blessings will be our portion. Put the devil to shame. Settle everybody. In Jesus name we pray. Before you sit down, help me tell two or three people, give God a good reason. Give God a good reason. And then you may be seated. You know, a lot of people think that Jesus is Lord because he's just the son of God. No. Some people think he has a name because he's just the Son of God. No. He will always be the Son of God, but he received the name above every name, the name at which every knee shall bow of things of the heavens and the earth and under the earth for all of time and all of eternity. Why? The Bible says for this reason, because he obeyed. Why then is obedience a difficult thing amongst us? Why then do we listen to people that say you don't have to obey God? You don't have to obey your teachers. You don't have to obey your elders. Let me tell you, the Bible says all authority that be of God. It says obey your rulers. It says to the children, obey your parents and also your parents in the Lord. Jesus knew that. And look at where he is today if you look at where you are and you don't like it, check your obedience. The goodness version says for this reason, God raised him to the highest place above the highest of the highest and gave him a name that is greater than any other name. And Paul loving us said, let your attitude be the kind that was shown us by Jesus Christ. The attitude of giving God a good reason jesus gave him a good reason that's why i titled my word and i stayed and i stayed and i stayed in the presence of god i said god i can't go back empty-handed i can't even go back with an ordinary word he said i'll give you the word of all words for you to be settled give me a good reason when the, when i brought the word of god i said god says it's here to be said settle everybody i didn't realize there was the b part Give me a good reason to settle you. Jesus did. If Jesus had to, baby, that's Jesus. A whole Jesus had to. That's why when he got to Gethsemane, he thought of, I, I, I don't really want to do this. But he knew he had to give the father a reason and he went to him. What is God speaking to you that you're not doing? I'll take it a little further paul speaking to us says your attitude isn't attitude a big thing in church these days bad attitude casual attitude to the things of god i don't care attitude nobody can tell me what to do i'll practice my christianity the way i want to practice i give when i want to give i don't have to give when i don't want to give you see he says your attitude should change How he should change to the same kind that was shown us by Jesus Christ. Jesus' attitude was not to go to the cross. Jesus' attitude was like yours and mine. In fact, an angel had to come and encourage him so that he could carry out the right attitude. I am trying to encourage you today so that the destiny you know, the dreams that you have will not always be out of your reach somebody look at me and say, he's preaching. preaching. That's America one. Say, he's preaching. preaching. And you want to follow me to America, say, you're preaching, man. Preaching. Put men there and say, you're preaching, man. Preaching. You're on your way to America already. Yeah. Praise God. <laughs> you know, Americans say man to their pastor. I don't hear out. <laughs> Acts chapter 3, verse 19, the living Bible. Stay with me. Put your hand on your chest. Says, I have rest of mind. I have peace of heart. I'm going to give God a good reason. That's why I have peace in my heart. 319 it's up on the screen says now change your mind and change your attitude to God and turn to him so he can cleanse away your sins of disobedience and send you wonderful times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. Now that you know That God can only settle you when you give him a good reason to, because the standard is the Lord Jesus. Now change your mind. Now change that attitude to God. And how do you do it? By turning to Him the way He wants to be worshiped, the way He instructs you. Don't argue, don't negotiate the word of God. The word of God is not for discussion, is not for negotiation, is not for social media. It's for you to respond. Say you're preaching. It says so that your sins may be forgiven and so that he may send you wonderful times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. The the question is when are you going to do it? when you change your mind and attitude towards god you know what you're doing you're giving god a good reason when you change your mind and you change your attitude you are fulfilled with the word he gave me when you do that you're already giving him a good reason a good reason to answer that prayer a good reason to change the attitude of that child a good reason to bring some things back to order that's gone out of order help me tell somebody change your mind change your attitude the message translation of the same text is up on the screen says now it's time to change your ways it's not a postponement issue anymore there's no deferment anymore now it's time to change your ways turn to face God don't look at God from your shoulder level it's face to face so those of us that have children when they want to show bad attitude you're talking to them they stand like this you're here understand you say am I the one talking to you we better arrange yourself that's what God is saying when you come to church stop playing with your phone that's a bad attitude when it's time to worship don't be distracted you know he watches now it's the time if you have your phone in your hand and it's not Bible you're looking at, just put it inside the bag. Anything that you're doing that you know the pastor is not happy with you about, this is time to go to the toilet and flush it so that you can't get it back. You know, whatever you flush, you can't get it back. Bye-bye to Jati Jati. Bye-bye to Radha rada. Bye-bye to Redi Rede. Is there any other one? No, you will know now, you will know now you are the one preaching it says it's time to change your ways turn to face God so he can wipe away your sin listen to this and pour out showers of blessings to refresh you it didn't say bless you showers of blessings to refresh it talks about drenching you pastor Tefia was quoting the scripture he says the peace of God will flood your heart he says it means Blessings will flood your life. Who is going to receive that this morning by faith and say, Lord, thank you. I receive it in Jesus' name. It's a pour out showers of blessings to refresh you. Let me ask a question here. Who is that person Honestly, that needs refreshing in one area of life. If your hand is not up, you're a liar. You're a Pharisee. Every one of us needs refreshing in one area or the other. That's why we need to give God... A good reason to send us showers of blessing to refresh particularly that area tell your neighbor I won't tell you my area tell your, tell your mind your business I won't tell you my area it's between me and Jehovah but I will tell you my testimony when it arrives without some showers of extra special blessings let me warn you we cannot experience the refreshing we so 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 need without some showers of some extra special blessings it is blessing that can confront shame come on now it is blessing that can come confront struggle it is blessing that can confront heartbreak Phew, let me speak to some lady some guy broke your heart he ain't even quarter of the man that will come with your showers of extra special blessings you know that one we say Egbe Yewo this is what I lost this is what I gain do the math <laughs> Jesus this is what I lost but this is what I gained do the math who am I prophesying to here showers of blessings and we cannot experience the showers of blessings except we we cannot experience the refreshing in that area we so so need without some showers of extra special blessings. and the extra special showers of blessings come when we give God A good reason. The message translation of the Bible. No, I'm done with that. Now I want to talk to you about giving God a good reason. Sometimes we give him no reason at all. Odo Luba. That will not be our portion in Jesus' name. But you see this exam, 50% don't cut it. This exam is total obedience. Jesus went to the cross. He didn't come down for the cross. He stayed there. Some of us, we are used to doing things halfway. Particularly when we feel like it and when we don't feel like it, we stop doing it. Let me tell you, feelings has no place in spiritual things. Say you're preaching. You see, you're all quiet. Say you're preaching. Feelings that determines attitude have no place when it comes to doing the will of God. You do it because God said it. Otherwise, it's not Lord and Master. Don't let social media fool you. They say do you. With who are you doing you? They say do you. They tell our children, don't mind your parents, do you? They tell the, the students, don't mind the t- uh, lecturers, do you? They bring it to church too. Don't mind the pastors, do you? Eh. Okay. Showers of blessings. Extra showers of blessings that will refresh that area that's confronting you. Sometimes we give him no reason at all to do it. The extra special showers of blessings. And sometimes we give him no no good enough reason. I know in Grace Assembly, there's nobody that says, we can say he didn't give any has no good reason. But the one that bothers me is you give a reason, but it is not good enough. Can we talk? I can't hear you. Can we talk? You can give a reason, but is it good enough? You can serve God, but you serve God constantly. The Bible talks about being instant in and out of season. You can have a reason. The question is, is it good enough? The title of the sermon is, give God a good reason. Hmm. Now, Father Abraham gave God a very good reason. A very good reason to bless him above every other man alive. I'll show you in the text, Genesis 22, verse 15 to 17. I hope it comes up on the screen, but you can listen to me. It says, Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this. You know what that means? Because you have given me what? A good reason. And you have not withheld your son. What are you withholding? Put on the brake. You stop. Because you have not withheld. The picture is frozen now. The video is not moving anymore. God says, no, no, I'm not. I put on the pause. What are you withholding? The test here that determine whether it was good enough or not is what are you withholding? The word withhold is you could do it, but you're not doing it. The word withhold is in your power, but you refuse to do it. Maybe because you don't feel like. Maybe because you're listening to the wrong counsel. Maybe your feelings are overwhelming your obedience. But the Bible says because you have done this thing and you have not withheld. Withholding is a problem in church. Your praise. Your worship. Your serving God. You can help the church in so many ways. But you feel it's not my business. Or I have done enough. Does the Bible not say, let every man give according to what he has? Not according to what he doesn't have. If you can give more than others, that's what God expects you. Don't measure yourself with people that don't have as much as you. And God knows what you have. In terms of time, in terms of money, in terms of giftings, in terms of solutions of things you are struggling with, God knows what you have. I may not know. Abraham had only one son and he didn't withhold. Is that a good reason or what? If somebody has only one and gave that one, is that not a good reason? Is that a good enough reason or not? That is why father Abraham is a friend of God. You cannot be that level of friend when you withhold. The reason pastor Yomi and pastor Kola are my very good friends for almost 30 years now is because we don't withhold. Whatever needs to be done, got to do it. Real friendship, you don't withhold. I don't need to come and snoop up on you to know what you can do. There was a time you needed a car. Your car, they stole it or had an accident. Did I withhold? I had two Mercedes. I just gave you one. Is it true or not? I said, whenever you're done, return it. Is it true or not? So if they see me driving your 570 LX, they will say, "Hey, pastor, ah, your love to my pastor, ah, something do monkey for you." Hey. Sorry. Shh, shh, delete, rewind. Something do monkey. We leave it there. Thank God, I'm born again now. Then they see me driving your car and they start talking. We don't withhold. Maybe. Are you withholding? Abraham did not. Look at what God did. It says, because you have done this and you have not withheld your son. Look at it. Your only son. Ha- God says, no, 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 no. This is good enough reason you're giving me. Listen, verse 17. It says, blessing, I will bless you. Hey! jehovah lost control of language how does somebody that understand grammar say blessing i bless you it doesn't sound like good english but it is correct english because it conveys the magnitude of the blessing blessing i will bless you shorter it says blessing i'll bless you and multiplying i will multiply you and on and on and even your children shall possess the gates of their enemies please let us learn from how abraham gave god a very good lesson who is here that is ready to give god a very good reason father help us in the name of the lord jesus christ the Amplified Classic of Genesis twenty-two sixteen. I want to rush this, says, and said, the angel said, I have sworn by myself, says the Lord, that since you have done this, and have not withheld from me, or begrudged giving me your son, your only son, ah, you go here. Am. From that day till today, everybody's talking about the blessings of Abraham. Did, who said that's right? May the Lord multiply you in Jesus. That's right. Everybody is still talking about the blossom. Do you know Abraham is reckoned with even by the Muslims? You don't know that. Abraham is so big that even the Muslims recognize him. May God elevate us. May God give us, cause us to give him good enough reason to elevate us. It says you have done this you have not withheld from me you know I wonder when it comes to God people are withholding are you kidding me who gave you in the first place do you know the Lord gave it and the Lord can take it away I don't think you heard me even children the Lord gave it to your children hey, the Lord can take it away forget my grandma me, I gentle when I'm facing Jehovah. When it's time for church, I match my children and say, I don't want to hear pim from your mouth. Pim like this, offering, pim. Because I have no other strength. Even your papa, where they take care of you, now God, they keep me. How much more you that are kept by an ordinary man like me? Do you know? That after you die, you can't help your children anymore. But the covenant of God is from generation to generation. Somebody give the man a loud shout of praise. Hallelujah. (laughs) This scripture is verse 16. It says, you did not withhold from me or begrudged giving me. Let's talk about that. I talk about you can give a reason, but you don't give a good reason. Some people give, but they give grudgingly. It says, you do not withhold from me or begrudge me in giving to me. When it's time for an offering, what is your attitude? Some people, you get you pose, saute, you don't pose, you become ice block. You're so cold, you become ice block. See, when they were singing this song, did you hear the percussions and the drums and some people are sitting like this? you know why david was a man after god's heart when it comes to giving praise to god he does not begrudge god that is one way huh to give god a good reason to put to silence your enemies don't argue with them let god bless you see light does not negotiate with darkness when the sun rises what happened to the night well, all the problems, all the criticism, all the talk will be swallowed up in the victory God is going to give somebody that is going to shout, Amen. Amen. I said, Amen. Amen. You, don't, you don't argue. Light does not negotiate. Light just shows up. That is parada. Somebody says you are not blessed. Don't, you just give God a good reason they told Jesus are you not the son of the carpenter what nonsense are you talking to- we know your mother we know your father we know your brothers you okay you are saying something they say hey. when he got to Gethsemane hmm, he remembered what they said they dressed him down they dressed Jesus down they spoke to his face you are nothing he withdrew from them carried on in mystery when he got to Gethsemane when he was struggling to give the Lord God a good reason he remembered that the testimony of his enemies will stand except God shows up for him. You know, you're, you're running from your enemies. You know the thing about enemies? From your village, they will be navigating and following you. GPS, they're using to follow you. The only way to deal with them is let God come through for you. That's why I said they go, Hiram. When they got to the grave, the angel rolled away the stone sat on the throne. He said why are you leaving, looking for the living amongst them? Behold he's not here. He has, has risen. When they come looking for PFP in the wrong place. In the place of poverty. In the place of struggle. When they come looking for you. You will have changed address. You will have arisen. You have gone higher. Stand on your feet and say receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive it for yourself. Receive it for your children. Because God is going to do it generation upon generation in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't spend all the time trying to prove to people you are together. Let God, give God a good reason. They told Abraham, you, you're your, your old, your wife is barren. What are you talking about? Nothing can come out of it. Hey, when he was listening, he went to his house girl. Sometimes when we listen, We try and help God. Where is Ishmael today? Isaac, the son of promise. Shut up the voice of all the detractors. Let me prophesy. Let me declare this thing as the Lord lives before whom I stand, you will not need to fight this battle. You will be quiet before the Lord, and the Lord will fight the battle for you and give you the victory. You will look around, all of them will be history. Their criticism will be history. Their accusation will be history. You will stand and you remain standing to the glory of God. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. No, 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 no. Say the right kind of amen. Because you have not withheld from me, neither have you begrudged giving me, even if it's your only one. Like the widow came to church, and all the little money she had, 50 naira note, she put it there. Jesus said, That's the hero somebody or not, the sound of my voice, you are going to be the hero of Grace Assembly. Jesus preached about her. Imagine, you think after he preached about her, he didn't do something. You don't know Jesus. Once Jesus mentions you, he will visit you. May the Lord mention you and visit you. And me and all of us in Jesus' name so it says you have not withheld from me or begrudge giving me your son your only son verse 17 but the verse 17 i'm going to read it from the um the living bible i read 16 from amplified classic i read 17 from the living bible it says i will bless you with incredible blessings who is going to receive that this morning incredible blessings the word incredible means you can't explain it inexplicable it doesn't add up it is geometric it's not additional listen The sign of plus and multiplication they're exactly the same one stands on one leg the other stands on two legs while some people struggle to get them the cross that stands on one leg god is going to put your own cross on two legs so everything about you will be multiplied in multiplying the lord will multiply you incredible blessings and i will multiply your descendants into countless millions and so on and so forth and he says they will conquer your enemies They will conquer their enemies. You will conquer your enemies in Jesus' name. What am I saying, child of God? I close. There could be showers of incredible blessings if only you give God a good reason. There could be showers of incredible blessings in your life if only you would give God a good reason. The word good reason is found in Isaiah 41 and verse 12. And this is how God thinks. And when you want to walk with somebody, know how they think. God said, present your case, says the Lord. Bring forth your strong reasons. Strong reasons is another way to capture good enough reasons. It says, if you can bring it, I will give you. Which means if you give me good enough reason, I will multiply you. And every voice that's argued against this wisdom, that voice is scrambled in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to close quickly. Quarter of a reason won't, won't cut it. Half a reason will not do it. Even an ordinary reason may not work. Only a good enough reason will provoke God to bless you with incredible blessings and elevate you. The quarter one won't cut it. The half one won't do it. An ordinary one will not work. But a good enough reason will provoke God. You don't understand the meaning of provoke. When you provoke God, God rises. Not only God speaks, God rises and descends into your situation, shuts down your enemies, destroys those that are against you, lift you up and make the people that rejected you clap for you. Because the stone that was rejected is soon going to become the cornerstone. Amen. It's going to be a marvelous thing in the eyes of your enemies. So shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So give God good enough reason in your service to God. I'm breaking it down now. Give God good enough reason by your giving in church and in support of the work of the kingdom of God. Give God a good good enough reason in how you serve God consistently from your heart, give him your best. Give God good enough reason by giving in church and in support of the work of the kingdom of God. Do not give grudgingly, do not withhold. And when you do that, what will he do? He will elevate you. I want you to stand to your feet as I take the last scripture. Philippians 2, verse 9, the New Living Translation says, Therefore, God elevated him. I'm talking about God doing it for you now. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all the names. I'm sure angels were eyeing that position. I'm sure that was a position Satan was eyeing. Where people are looking at... God will qualify you to be the one that will sit there. Yeah. Lift up your right hand to God and begin to talk to God this morning. Tell the Holy Spirit, say, Lord, I change my mind. I change my attitude. I will not withhold from you. I will not give grudgingly. I will not serve grudgingly anymore. I want to give you good enough reason for you to bless me for you to multiply me for you to elevate me for you to establish me upon generations as you did for Abraham Abraham, Isaac, Jacob all the way down the line Father I want to enlist in the army of those that give you good enough reason help me Holy Spirit Begin to pray for yourself, the Lord. As I have made this vow today, help me never to listen to the counsel of people and any voice of my emotion to make me go the other way. As I have started giving you a good reason by my by my by my pronouncement today, help me to continue in well doing, so that you will elevate me, so that you will bless me, so that you settle me. Father, thank you. I receive it. I give you. Praise. We worship your majesty. Be exalted forevermore. In Jesus' name we have prayed. If you have been blessed this morning, do not withhold praise from the Lord. Do not bless him gradually. If you want to clap, clap very well. Do it like Abraham did it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that whistle. That's a loud one there. Hallelujah.